Luke and Lewis on the Fox. We're back on a Sunday. It's good to be home, isn't it, Luke? It's very good to be back. And, uh, Lewis, huge show today. We have a very special guest. Yes. Um, uh, she says hi a lot. And she's going to come in, in and say form. hi to us. Yes. Uh, she's said hi to a lot of people recently. And um, we actually got left a comment. Um, uh, so, obviously, who do you think it is? I mean, you look. Who do I think it is? You are there. Well, I would say, judging by the interview we did a few days ago, it's probably Amy Sharp. Because... How did he know? How does he do it? <laughs> now, we had a comment. We posted on our Instagram that we hinted that perhaps Amy Shark might be there. Mm. And I'm thinking of actually pulling the interview off the show today because oh, Pat no. underscore DG said, if it's not Amy Shark, I'll eat my socks. And I want to see that. <laughs> so, are we still going to play the interview or are we going to make Pat eat his socks? Uh, maybe. Hopefully we could do both. Hey, Pat, if you don't eat your socks, we won't play so we'll threaten him with that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll let you know if I hear from Pat during this song. <laughs> Brilliant. Up next, we're going to be talking crap manners. It's Luke and Lewis on The Fox. Luke and Lewis on The Fox. Luke, we're talking about bad manners. Not ma- not people with bad manners, but manners themselves that are actually bad and an inconvenient to everyone. Yeah, I feel like as a society, we've, we've moved on from some etiquette, some forms of etiquette, yeah. in a, particularly social situations where people are like, ah, we, that's inconvenient on yeah. our lives. Some manners you, uh, just suck. Like, you know, you used to have need to have 37 spoons just to eat dinner, but now we've just got the one. That was a what? classic medieval medieval I manners. Didn't, I didn't know that about that one. Uh, probably because you weren't around in yeah, 1582. Yeah, I wasn't born yet. Mm. <laughs> and I, I'm glad that one's gone. Yeah, so am I, because I've never heard of it. So. Yeah. Um, you had one happen to you on the, on the weekend? Or yeah, the yeah. Week? I went out to, uh, to dinner with about eight different people. Our producer, James, was there, and this is what I noticed about him, is he's using some manners that not everyone uses. How, what happened was we were getting dinner, so we all ordered different uh, thing, things to eat, and then uh, all of the food came out at different times. So I got my meal first, and there were eight people. So I thought, well, I'm not going to wait for everyone to eat their meal because then mine will just be cold. Yeah. So I, I, don't I like never that wait rule. for people. No, but what happened was I got my meal, I started eating. James got his second, and he did not eat at all. And then it so was he about, made you look bad. Yeah, then he made me look bad, which I thought was rude. <laughs> Great work, James. And then about 20 minutes got by before the next person got I their I probably meal. would have done the same thing just to stitch you up. But yeah. N- not because I care about the etiquette. I just think it's funny to make you look like a bad person. Yeah, but I don't... Do you like that rule, waiting? No, I hate that rule. Like now, we used to... I think my parents used to kind of enforce that one as a kid. Like, it's polite to wait till everyone's got their meal. Now it's a thing where it's like if you're at a in a restaurant or counter mill type situation, mm. you're like, oh, it's going to get cold. Just eat it. It's polite to wait if it's going to be like 30 seconds. Yeah. But if it's going to be 20 minutes, I think it's rude to make me wait. So, producer James, why did you do that? It's just because I've got general empathy for my common man. and I I'm, hate that about you. I just, I want to, <laughs> I'm there for other people. Like, if you don't get to have your meal, then I'll abstain as well. And we can enjoy I the have, meal together. I have never once in my life thought, oh, geez, I hate when other people enjoy their meals. Well, no, it's it's more like a it, it's a communal experience that we're all supposed to enjoy. No, it's you forcing me to starve to death, and while my food gets cold. Yeah. Thanks, James. Really rude. There's mate. actually thinking about it now, just watching you trying to justify it. There actually isn't a good reason as to why that rule is around. It's just a thing. No. Another one that annoys me: mm. hats inside. Oh, it's rude to have your hat on inside. No, it's not. It's not. It's like it's some people because now hats are less of a sun smart thing and more of a fashion. 
type yeah, it's like, a fashion I, like thing. item. It's more of an accessory now. And so sometimes it's, like, it's a oh, bit of a utility thing, like guys trying to hide their bald spots. Yeah, you no, do it every day. <laughs> I don't have a bald spot, man. All right. But well. we were thinking, guys, 131060, give us a call. What are some unnecessary manners? What are manners that just get in the way and shouldn't be manners? Yeah, are there some manners that, as a society, just some social etiquette type things that we need to get rid of? We'd love to hear your thoughts on 131060. Give us a call. We were talking about it in the song uh, that... Uh, Mike believes that the onus uh, is on the person, like, on the other people at the table to be like, don't worry, man, just eat. Yeah, for sure. But then we did that. We said, hey, James, stop yeah. waiting. It's going to be ages. That's and he weird. said, and then he forced us to watch him not Here's eat food. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. If I'm trying to be polite, but I'm also hungry and I don't want my stuff to get cold and I'm mm. still waiting for other people to get their meals, mm. I just start doing chips. I feel like that's chips the halfway. Okay. You just start yeah. kind of... You know, and, and you can be like, hey, James had chips, actually. He didn't even chip. Did you offer? You didn't even <laughs> chip. Dude, and you can offer other people at the table who are also waiting, hey, would you like a chip to make it okay that you're eating your chips? Yeah. It's a power play. It's a good move. That is good. And uh, Emily, welcome to the show. What are some inconvenient manners? Um, something that really, really used to irritate me as a kid was my mum telling me off for putting my elbows on the table during dinner. Which oh, I just found yes. ridiculous, because why? Yeah, I don't like that rule either. And also, because I'm so tall, I yeah. have to lean on the table. You need to lean. Yeah, us tall people, we need to lean. Uh, I love just... a mid-meal lean, especially when you've just eaten too much and you're like, oh, I'm yeah. pretty full, and you get the exactly. leans on the table. Yeah, yeah you, you, have to, you have to sacrifice posture in that, in that time, and elbow <laughs> leaning is... Could not agree I don't know, more. what have you got against elbows during dinner? Exactly. I don't I don't Stop discriminating understand. against elbows, guys. I don't understand <laughs> how that started. Like, I can't Neither. even think of a reason as to why that would have been considered rude. No, Maybe, Maybe elbows were like like, you know, ankles back in the day, like they were a rude part of the body or something. Maybe, like I reckon that was just like some king or queen that was just like anti-elbow. Had really ugly elbows. Like- well, James, do you have an opinion on this, Producer yeah, James? so uh, if you had a poorly crafted table back in uh, the olden days, if you leant on it, you could cause the table to collapse. So it was rude to the other diners because you'd make the table fall down. And oh. How often do tables break nowadays? I mean, the it depends where rule. you're shopping. You know what I think <laughs> is... It's rude on an Ikea table, but it <laughs> Anything high quality, it's polite. You know what I think is pretty rude of, of the people who invented that rule is building a bad table. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's way ruder. That's the definition of bad table manners. Lewis, I've got one more that I think yeah. we can all ditch. And now I don't know what girls are going to think about this. Actually, if Emily's still in the line, I'd love to get her yeah. opinion. Um, Emily, what do you think of this one? I think it's rude that in today's society, it's still up to the guy to ask a girl out on a date. Is that just me? Oh, well, I'm a lesbian, so mm. I wouldn't know. Um, ah, okay, right, fair but enough. But at the same time, like, I think that chivalry is cute, but, like... That's um, cool. Hey, well, hey, Emily, thanks if, for, if, like, if leading the like... charge of, of women asking other women out. Like, <laughs> yeah. lead by example, go for it. We really appreciate that. No, not that I, like, don't like, you know what I mean? Not that I wouldn't ask a girl. I mean, I've got a girlfriend, so You I'm have gonna... a girlfriend, man. But How I'm many girls saying, are you asking out? I'm just saying, though, like, that I, some of my mates go, like, there's a constant pressure to be like, I don't know. I should ask her and like why doesn't she ask me hang on mate I think I know what this is really about you just want girls men to start men are intimidated by strong women that's, that's right why. they need they think they need the power hey Emily preach it that's I love it. that very strong <laughs> I think what this is about man is you just want girls to start asking you out so you can turn them down <laughs> that's not what this is about I was actually kind of trying to help that button push here radio mic but girls <laughs> that, you know I said some mates of mine complain about that it's it was, definitely radio it mic <laughs> <laughs> just ask them out man <laughs> Luca Lewis on the Fox 
coming up later in the show, Luke, uh, I'm going to be exposing a business. Wow. Mm. Who is it this week? Don't tell me who. Give me the level of corporation. Is it a small business, big? Are we talking international? Mate, I've done a few big businesses in my time, but now it's really time to punch down. Okay, great. I love it. I love punching down. <laughs> Tiny it's... business, regional area. I'm great. taking them down. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for this. Businesses exposed. Ah, you've been a naughty business. Ah, button pusher, radio mic. Very narrowly missed that one. <laughs> I didn't miss it. That Expose was perfect him. Yeah. Do you have an ABN? I actually do. Ooh, watch watch out. <laughs> uh, Luke, now this segment is a segment that we do semi-regularly on the show where I just expose a business for malpractice, misleading advertising, and personally slighting me. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Usually I want, really. it's personal. Mm-hmm. Like it started off as sometimes there'd be something in the news and you'd bring it to the public eye. But recently it's just been going, I was wronged yes. in a business and I'm taking it out on them by, and you know, outing them on air. Well, this time, Luke, I'm actually uh, going for a bit of a change of pace. I am uh, exposing a business for misleading the public. It's disgusting and uh, they need to be punished for it. This isn't a change of pace because I can already tell that it's very much personal because you have that look of spite in your eye that you do every time you do this I brought in files for this one. Yeah, cool. The reason for that is before I expose this business, you need to understand the difference between a frond and a fern. And right. I'm here to teach you and the listeners. And I'm that. impressed because you've <laughs> never actually had evidence before. So no. this is great. Okay, so I was in a suburb. I was uh, driving down a road called Glen Fern. Uh, now, the difference this is a fern, Luke. A fern is uh, a tree that has lots of leaves on it, and those leaves are yep. segmented. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of a fern, and that is a fern. I've got mm. some in my backyard. Yes, everyone's seen this. Now, a lot of people confuse ferns for fronds. <laughs> Fronds are actually on ferns. Fronds are what we call those segmented leaves. Ah, that actually, that, yeah, okay. Mm, but a lot of people think the leaves are so called ferns. The actual plant is a, called a fern, but yes. the leaves on a fern are called fronds. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're following. Radio Mike, are you following? I'm following. We're so all far. following. Okay, listeners, and I hope you're following. I mean, it's, I'm following because I have a visual <laughs> diagram in front of me, but. Imagine a fern and then imagine the leaf of a fern and mm. think frond. Yes. Okay. Just, just clearing that misconception yeah, out. Right. Now. A fern's a business? Yeah. I, hang on. This is what I saw. I was okay. driving down Glen Fern Road and I saw a repair shop that was called Glen Fern Repairs. Yep. And Luke, they had a picture of a frond as their logo. Oh my God. I'm so exposed. Now, either that shop needs to... Obviously, they can't change the name because they're on on Glenfern Road. So either they need to move their store and change the picture from a fern to a frond... Yeah, that would be Or desirable. from a frond to a fern, sorry. I'm getting confused with my own logic. But do they say, Mm. like, are they trying to... Uh, pay tribute to the road that they're on with the uh, like have they actually stated that they're a fern no related they, they business? repair cars i don't know why they have a fern on well, there at all I mean. it's, have because you ever... of, it's because of the road but they highlighted fern and then they had a picture of a frond okay so, so it is, they need to change their name to glenfern road yeah they need to change their name to glen frond repairs or yeah. change their frond to a fern either one is acceptable do that or you'll be exposed again next week <laughs> I'm glad we all learned something as well during this segment. I think we're going to take more of an educational tone as we go on. (laughs) Luke and Lewis on the Fox, and if you've been paying to our Instagram, Luke and Lewis, you'd see that Amy Shark is uh, coming up on Instagram. 
paying attention to our Instagram. <laughs> but if you'd like to pay us to post on Instagram, yeah. that'd be great too. We, we'll just, uh, yeah, that's, that's not very Guys, awesome. more importantly yeah. than my mistake, Amy Shark is coming up on the show. She joined us uh, in studio earlier in the week. She's at Splendor at the moment, but uh, we actually helped her out. We wrote her an international version of her latest and single. before that, the reason why we got Amy's attention, we uh, you may have seen our video. It's up on our Facebook page. It's still pinned to the top if you want to check it out. We uh, went around and told the public that Amy Shark says hi. She ended up seeing the video and uh, we ended up getting in touch with her that way. So we thought, yeah, we would write another song to her because we're all about giving Amy Shark free promo on yeah. this show. And now that you bring it up, Luke, if anyone wants to pay us to do Facebook posts too, we'll, uh, we'll accept that as well. Yeah. So hit us up during the songs, but Amy Shark is next. We're joined by a very special guest, Amy Shark. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for having me, finally. You I have uh, just dropped your new album, Love Monster, which everyone has been loving. How's that been? You've been doing a big day of press today. Yes, it's been a few days, oh, actually. I was hoping we were, um, we were an exclusive. No, well, Damn. you've been the one I've been counting down for. So. Yeah, oh, that's great. Um, and that's what you'll tell the next people yeah, as well. No, never. No way. You guys are special. Um, and in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, we get told that a lot <laughs> here. Sorry. Yeah, we do. <laughs> no, um, it's been, yeah, it's been great. And I'm loving that the um, album's finally out and it feels really good. Yeah, that's great. I used to, um, you studied film and you ran your own little film business as well. How do you feel about our camera guy's film setup? It's pretty intense. He's got some lighting and a couple of couple of rigs going. That's good. Well done, yeah. Todd. I think this is the first time you've done something right. He's notorious on this show for being bad at his job. Oh, really? So uh, this is going to really boost his confidence, and I really appreciate you saying that. Um, what's your, we have to ask you, uh, how many times daily do you reckon you would say hi? I noticed you did say hi to us on the way in, which was very exciting. I know, and it it was amazing the first time weird. for you hearing it in person. It's, yeah, it's like it's <laughs> – and even after like shows and if I do an Insta or whatever, I'll say, you know, stick around and come and say hi. And it just – it's just not the same anymore, you know. Yeah, like, that's true. It's my yeah. – I, I, I think I would prefer the high in a musical tone, if I'm being honest. Yeah, How do okay. you prefer your highs? Um – yeah, well, I sort of I throw them around every now and then. Like, yeah. Hi, or you know, yeah. hi. Like, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's you really all the things you can do, and you guys have inspired many people to to say. Well, that. we're just all about the highs and lows of yeah. highs. So you're actually, I believe, you're, you're, you saw our video that we did. We wanted to help you spread the message. Did, you, did we interpret the song correctly? You wanted us <laughs> to tell everyone. Yeah? I did. Great. Yeah, and I wanted it to be you too. Yeah. Particular. Yes. That's great. That's I noticed thought. that uh, that Sony shared the video and then sponsored it with Facebook ads. I was yeah. very flat. Thanks um, for the promo, Sony. Yeah, we really need that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. I'm, wait, I'm still waiting for Fox to put some promo behind us. Oh no, Fox did not care. Uh, but I'm glad Sony got <laughs> it behind very it. Very creative. Um, so awesome. if you didn't didn't see the video, we went out with megaphones, door knocking, posters, trying to tell the whole community that Amy Shark says hi. I believe you wanted people to drape a big poster of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Uh, <laughs> did you suggest that online? Well, it was I an idea. I think was a... I was just very excited after watching your video. And I no, thought, we were almost going to fly to Sydney. <laughs> yeah, Fox wouldn't pay for our tickets. Maybe yeah. Sony could hook that up. Yeah, Sony, they're capable. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Right, Brilliant. People in Sony here are <laughs> shaking their heads. They do not Stop want to be a part of <laughs> um, So your, your album's out, and uh, I've just read that you've been getting something crazy, like 60 million streams on I Said Hi which is crazy, like the amount of people that you have told hi, but it's mostly in English. 
So now you're kind of, have you got any global shows organized where you're going to places that don't speak English as their first language? Uh, yes, I think there could be a European tour in the works. That is exciting stuff. Now, I believe you have an acoustic version of I Said Hi ready to go for us now. And after the break, we do want to show you our international rendition of I Said Hi. Would okay. you be interested in hearing it? I'd love to hear it. Great. Brilliant. We're going to play it after this. It's Luke and Lewis on The Fox with Amy Shark. Your new album, Love Monster, you recorded a lot of it in the US. Is that correct or just different um, parts of the no. world? Yeah. No, yeah. So I did like three songs in okay. America. Yeah. Because I noticed that you have worked with Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 in Dave Grohl's studio. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Because uh, yes. me and Mike here, our button pusher, we are like hardcore Blink-182 fans. And when me and Mike saw that, man, there was a You're lot of excitement happening. Did you hear that? I know, I'm just the button pusher. Yeah. I mean, he hardly pushes buttons. Look at right him, he's time. literally doing nothing. He hardly... <laughs> uh, now, we were thinking, Amy, because you're going to start try, touring in Europe and some of these countries, they might not have English as their first language. Mm-hmm. What we've done is we've, uh, we've written like a, a new chorus for I Said Hi that just has lots of different ways that you could say hi in other languages. And you don't have to use it, but, but if you do like it better than yours, right. you know, you feel free. The idea is there. Awesome. Yeah. You can have 100% of the profit. Uh, there's a guitar. I hope I've got it in tune. James, did you want to come over and hold the microphone? Uh, Luke, Luke the was going to play the guitar for this, but I, he realised that he can't play a B I chord. can't do a B chord. Is there a B chord in there? <laughs> no. Is that a... No. Great. Well, I'm glad I spent 40 minutes trying to learn how to do a B chord. <laughs> Alright, well, we've got the lyrics here. So, maybe, do you want to like come in at the pre-chorus, and then we'll hit you with the international version? Okay. So, just like the guitar. I don't know how it comes in, but... Yep. Two. Tell them all I said ciao In China ni hao France is bonjour Japan's konnichi wow In Nepal to say hi Say namaste And say aloha if you're from Hawaii Tell them all I said guten tag And that's the German one That's German version So if you want to tour in any of those countries We got you Amy Oh my god guys that is Oh, thank you very thank you. much. It only um, took us three goes, but yeah, we got there in the end. Well really done. strong. So, I like it. yeah, if you want to um, take that on tour. Yeah. Um, and yeah. did, before you go, did you know that we found out, uh, we got an email from our friend Tom here at the radio station. Where on your Wikipedia page? Look, we've literally got it up. It says, where is it? We uh, don't know it, who put it there. So it's about, as I said hi and said, it was voluntarily promoted by comedian and digital radio show host Luke and Lewis using posters, megaphone and large homemade sign. I mean, it's not great grammatically, but it also uh, says that yeah. we're still on Hug digital up next radio. To the Fox FM station logo. So, I mean, did you put that in? No, so we actually didn't. I think it's a really big deal for you guys, but I wouldn't go off this as something because they said that I was Chinese born once, and oh, it was okay. like a yeah. And then there was something else, like a, an album I'd never heard of, saying that that was my debut album. And, right, but yeah, sunshines and lollipops or something like that. And hey, I think that's a really old song, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know, but that was my apparently my debut, and I had to work really hard to get that. Taken off. Yeah. Right. Well, we're still going to take that. That we're, that's, we're stoked. To I, have that I would on there. be. Just, we don't, we don't be, have our I'm own really Wikipedia, so we're happy to have yeah. that as like a prelude to our Wikipedia. Hopefully, yeah. one Hopefully day that'll that link to somewhere. It changes so often. So let's just t- check every morning. Make that part of your thing that you check it's still on there. Yeah, Brilliant. I'll have it bookmarked. Cool. We definitely and will. Can you be sure to check it too? I definitely. Just so we're all yeah. on it. I wouldn't want someone to miss it in case yeah, I wake up one day. I'm a I'm busy. I know you're busy. We're all busy. All right. We've all got things going. <laughs> Mainly right. you, though, because uh, you have a uh, tour coming up and the album's just dropped. 
Yep. So thanks for joining us, Amy. And if you want to grab Amy Shark's debut album, Love Monster, featuring hit singles I Said Hi and Adore, it is out now and available to buy and stream. So get your copy today. Thanks for joining us, Amy. Really Thank appreciate it. Thank you so it. much, guys. And thanks for everything that you've done. No worries. <laughs> I mean, big supporters. I love it. Oh, if you have great. any more songs coming out with instructions, yep. just yeah. let us know Excellent. and we'll follow them to the letter. <laughs> we, we will be, yeah, like literally you're just like a tutorial on where happy yeah. to play along. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Great. Brilliant. Have you got any more more like instructional songs in the works? Or? Um, no, but I'm going to I'm going to go through the album and listen and yeah, we great. might be able to do something I else. was you know the next single. Not turn around. I was listening to you on the way and there was a song that said don't turn, don't around. turn around and I was like and I had to like do a head check on the freeway and I was like no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I was like I'll risk she it. She said don't do it. I, I was thinking actually I tr- I've bought a shelf from Bunnings and the instructions suck. They're just pictures. So maybe mm. you could collab with Bunnings just about this shelf in yes. particular so yeah. I can build it. You could write okay. an instructional song on you how to build. You guys could give me ideas on songs. That's yeah. brilliant. Idea. How to build Ikea furniture. Yep. No one knows how to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. right. Well thanks for joining us Amy. <laughs> really appreciate it. Luga Lewis on the Fox. Ooh, a little chuckle there at the end of that one. Another l- funny song on Fox. Love a giggly song. Uh, nothing funnier than laughing at the end of a studio re- pre-recorded recording. Hang on, guys. Let me just step into the booth and finish off this song. Uh- <laughs> 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 now, Lewis, uh, it's time to find out about how our button pusher, Radio Mike, did at his first ever theatre, musical theatre audition. If yes. You- did, if you're not familiar, uh, Mike, say hello. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, say you what your biggest... Hello. Not uh, yeah, I did ask for hello. Bit much there, man. <laughs> Overcompensating per usual. Um, <laughs> Mike, what is your number one passion in life? Be honest. Radio. No, okay. False. I said be honest. Incorrect. Okay. Uh, singing, I guess. Yes, because he had a half scholarship at high school at an elite private school. A so, half scholarship to a private school. Uh, Last week on the show, me and Lewis World's really... lamest achievement. Yeah, last week on the radio show, Lewis and I really tried to do your favour and mm. I saw a casting call pop up on my Facebook newsfeed for a character in a uh, local theatre production called uh, Michael. Um, it's male, 18 to 25 years Perfect. old. Boom. The character is image conscious, uh, yep. career minded and supportive and cares about their friends. And I thought... Yep. This is Mike. Especially image conscious. That's why he's on radio, so no one has to look at him. <laughs> yeah. doesn't have to get conscious of well, it. Well, he did go on a three-week head diet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Even though he's on radio and no one looks at his yes. head. <laughs> so uh, on Saturday, Mike and I went along to the audition. You couldn't come. You were ill yes, on the I day. Yes, I was sick. I was just nervous, really. Yeah. I was just freaking out in bed. I couldn't, I couldn't bear to, uh, to watch it. Um, so I just really wanted him to so get yeah, it. How did he go? We, oh, he did great. This is how oh, it, like, Mike was feeling before we went into the audition. How are you feeling before the audition? Really nervous. It sounds like there's people on stage who are like trained performers that are, that are auditioning and I'm just this... What do you mean? You're great, man. None of these people would have a half scholarship at an elite private school. And this is your first audition? Nah, I auditioned for the, the uh, musical in year five and I got a lead role as Nasha, the robber. How many in times... In musical Bats... <laughs> Which is a children's musical. So, how many auditions have you done in the past? Just one. I nearly, so, you're one for ones? I nearly auditioned. Yeah, so, one you've for never one. not auditioned for something you know and got what? the part. So, this is going to be great. I, so, we've been ushered to a room backstage. It's a rehearsal space. Uh, you've done no rehearsing as of yet. But you're very nervous. I'm very nervous. And 
I feel like it's going to be like that scene in Billy Elliot where Billy Elliot goes to audition for the dance school <laughs> and he freaks out. Have you seen it? No, nah, but wasn't he talented at the end? <laughs> yeah, he ends up uh, performing in Swan Lake. Oh, good right. Movie. Flash forward. His dad's very proud. That's kind of a big poignant moment of the film. Uh, well, I'm sure Lewis will be proud when he hears this audio on the radio. <laughs> Hey man, actually really proud. Billy Elliot, great film. Yeah, so uh, that was how you're feeling, quite nervous. And we walked into what was like a quite a large room, very echoey. And there was three judges, uh, the main judge, Tyler, uh, a piano accompanist and Samuel, another guy there. And I so guess full on. it was really serious. And I asked straight away, I was like, so where do the managers usually sit? And they go, oh, we haven't organized a seat. You, generally, people don't have managers. <laughs> oh, well, that's pretty good. Obviously, so, all the other people yeah. applying just, just had no talent and, you know, no exactly, profile. Exactly, man. You were coming in, like, with a manager, A, like, accompanied. So, and, and by the way, I had his back the whole time. Did like, you wear a suit? Uh, no, but I, I did tell him to wear Elton John's sonnies on the day to channel and did musical, he? and he did. Oh, good. Yeah. Like, let's just say we went in confident. Yeah, really confident. I would say too confident. Now, it was a bit <laughs> echoey, the room, but this is how, this is like a just a brief kind of bit of Mike's audition. You sang the song Losing My Religion by R.E.M. That was the song of choice. Very ambitious song. This is the song now. This isn't Mike. I don't know no. if you guys can tell. This wasn't him. That's Aria. This is the original version. Probably not as good right. as Mike's audition. And I would this think. is how Mike's audition went. I'm so excited. Was that a standing ovation? Yeah, I, I was pretty loud on the clap. I tried to get the clap started just to create like, oh, wow, that guy must have been great because so many people are clapping. I but only mainly heard just you. Me. Yeah. Yeah, well, good try. <laughs> now, um, Mike's fault, really. I wanted, I wanted to review Mike's audition because we hadn't really reflected upon it since the day. And I thought, I don't know a lot about musical theatre, but you know who did? Tyler, the judge on the day. <laughs> Tyler, welcome to the show. G'day, guys. How are we doing? Very well. Uh, firstly, thank you very much for having Mike. Uh, what an opportunity for your theatre company. Oh, no, no, no. Thank you for, thank you for pushing him forward. It was really an honour to it was. hear from Mike and meet him on the day. No yes. worries, mate. We were going through a bit of a talent drought at the time, but, uh, you know, Radio Mike was hanging around the building, so we just sent him off in, instead <laughs> oh, of some actual talent. So. Now, be honest. How do you think Mike did go on the day compared to the other people? It, look, he he did very well. He did very well. What? <laughs> oh no! I, no, he look. I have a few notes here for uh, for Mike that I that I did jot down <laughs> yeah, during his performance. Let him hear it. I just well, okay. So I usually like to just jot down, um, you know, some short notes so that I can reflect back afterwards. Because every time you know we have an yeah. audition, come in, we we review them afterwards. Are they just like um, heaps of angry faces written on the page? <laughs> Giant no, crosses? No, 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 no. Look, look, Mike. He. He really pulled his finger out. He did. A, he did a great Tyler. Job. At one point, you laughed <laughs> <laughs> during the second verse. You looked at me and you smirked, and we both started laughing. Guys, this is an Australian I think, I idol. Think he did well. He did well. He yeah. What are he, What are the main? What's the main point? Uh, so the first point is good tone. So his good tone. Alice tone into his voice. That's good. Which is great. Love a good time. I, um, I think personally that's the best quality of my voice because I do have a great time. Yeah, great. Yeah. No one cares. <laughs> yes, Tyler. Next thing I wrote, he wrote, I wrote nice little uh, vocal licks, which means he, he took some liberties with some of the melody and added some nice 
Mike's, uh, Mike's nodding his head. He's, he's, so that was a bit of creative input from you, Mike? Those were all very calculated liberties that I took. Uh, I like to well. throw in a lot of those choices. How much time did you spend rehearsing, Mike? Oh, I, rehearsed probably, <laughs> I rehearsed here with Luke about yeah, half an hour He sang the song once to me before, and then I don't know how this is going to go, man. But I thought you pulled it off. So you and... just sung it once and then in your head calculated a few liberties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> Need a new calculator. <laughs> now, uh, next, next I had unique rhythm. And mm-hmm. this is where the, mm-hmm. the verse, the little laugh comes in. Yes. Mike, Mike did fall behind a little bit in the second verse. Yes. By unique so, rhythm, you mean out of time. I mean, I really... <laughs> no, no, Luke... Luke, wrong. I, uh, I, I didn't. I. Di- it's true that I didn't know the second verse as well as the first. However, I do maintain that the choices I made to fall behind completely hey, and miss the couple second of those chorus, unique Lewis, liberties. By the way, he had a lyric sheet in front of him throughout the audition. I forgot to mention. Well, wait, so he not did, knowing he did the bring song. His lyrics in. That's did anyone no else? Excuse. Did anyone else do that, Tyler? No, no, no. Mike was the only one who put lyrics in. <laughs> so what do you? So has he got the part then? Wow. Well, Tyler, would you like me to deliver the news? I've received yeah, an email because obviously you send it straight to management, which is Lewis and I. Mm. Um, yeah. It might be a bit awkward with you on the line, but... Um, no, no, no. He needs to hear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it said, I regret to inform you that at this time you have been unsuccessful in securing oh, a spot what? at our callbacks. As we are only casting for the one role, uh, our selections have been incredibly specific in regards to your voice and style. In saying that, we truly do appreciate the time and effort. It's it's just a copy-pasted email, Mike. You what? absolutely snobbed. <laughs> Tyler, what? I thought we gave each other a knowing look at the end of the audition. Luke, I think that it's absolutely unacceptable for you to be laughing at our client. Yes, Where is sorry. management? We're trying to get him this part. Tyler, what can we do to change your mind? Um, he's pretending that his phone's not working, so he does have to say goodbye. Right, we get the message then. Thanks, mate. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, thank you very much for, uh, to our, the Lonely Arcade Theatre production for having Mike in. We really appreciate it. The uh, main production of Tick, Tick, Boom, which is what you're auditioning for, is going ahead in October. Mike, bad luck. I won't be in it, but go see it anyway. Yeah, go see it anyway. You'll, you'll be in the no audience mark. if you can afford it. Going to have to get some work before then. <laughs> so it's time for this. Mike, sorry, Radio Mike, our button pusher, was looking at me like, oh, what's wrong? Is there something wrong? No, I just was, I was frowning because this segment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this segment came about because I told you, Luke, that you can't play AFL on the radio. Yeah. And you decided to prove me wrong by inventing a new game and then calling it Radio AFL. Yeah, no one's really trying to play sport on the radio and maybe for good reason, but I would say that Triple M plays, literally plays sport on the radio yeah, all the time. Yeah, they commentate a lot of live sport, but, but we're actually playing, playing the game. Mm, okay, good and point. You guys Take can get in, Triple M. Yeah, if you guys can get involved if you're listening now. The way Radio AFL works is mm-hmm. 13, 10, 60, are you kicking goals? Do you reckon you've achieved something this week that's a bit of a goal kick? Well done. We will rate you either a goal or a behind if, you're, if you've kicked the goal or not. Mm-hmm. And then I guess there's no real winners. Sometimes Everyone you wins. get a goal, sometimes you get a point, and sometimes if you're you're way just off, bad kick and you missed. Yeah, and then some people just 
really don't even rock up to the game. They forget their footy boots and leave them in the car. That's how unimpressive their <laughs> things sometimes are. But uh, um, we actually got a, a, a caller while before the segment even started. Yeah, uh, Ryan, welcome to the show. Have you kicked any goals recently? Oh uh, yeah, I have indeed, boys. Uh, mm-hmm. I managed to open a can of Pringles. I popped open a can of Pringles, mm. and I indeed was able to stop. Oh, so you had some you and then you stopped eating them eating halfway through. Not even halfway, after three. So why did you even open the can, dude? <laughs> oh, well, I thought I was hungrier than I was, so, like, you know. Hey, you got to applaud that restraint. That's yep. a goal. That's a goal. <laughs> well done. Well done, mate. And that is how Radio AFL works, ladies yes, and gentlemen. So give us a call on 131060 if you've been kicking goals recently, and we'll judge it. I've got, a, I've got one. Do you have one? Go. Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, recently did a little tour around Australia uh, the last three days, mm-hmm. and, uh, Luke, I'm happy to Humble tell you. Humble brag. Yep. Uh, little tour. I'm happy to tell you that uh, every single morning we had an early flight, mm. and every single morning, both me and Tripod Todd, who I took with me, mm. woke up with our bags already packed from the night before, what? and we're out of the house within 20 minutes, didn't even miss a flight, was early to every flight. You are the most least organised person I know. That is a definite goal for you. Thank you, mate. But you've had to reschedule flights in the past because you're late to the airport. I've done that twice. <laughs> yep, and but that's probably why you've got your act together. Exactly, not on this tour. Let's continue the goal kicking after this. Third and 1060, have you been playing... Uh, sorry, have you been kicking goals... Play Radio AFL with us. That's all you got to do. We're the goal umpires. You are the teams. Give us a call. Today we're doing this. AFL on the radio. This is the best game ever. <laughs> Hot pies, cold drinks. Radio AFL, the best game in the world. Chewy on your mic. <laughs> Chewy on the opener. It's not very good, is it? <laughs> no, it's too long. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. Too many obscure football references forced into a radio format. Yeah. Well, that's what Radio AFL is. Uh, if you don't know how to play, we asked you guys on 13 and 1060, have you been kicking goals? We judge if it's a goal or a behind. You Six know. points or one point. When you explain it, it sounds so confusing. You know why? Because we're trying to play football on the radio. Yeah, this game just started out as a way for you to prove me wrong and, uh, and now, now just... that we've done it twice i don't think you have <laughs> uh, but axel welcome to the show have you been kicking any goals recently um yeah i've just done hpv training mm-hmm. and vehicles for oh five with hours. with vehicles for five hours that's pretty amazing and were there are there any goals involved with that sport yeah oh what's the main objective physically demanding physically right. demanding right and I also did a mountain bike race. Nice. Brilliant. Well, and thanks. T- t- tell, you, tell your dad thank you for reminding you of that <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh, well, what do you think, Lou? Are you going to give it to him? Yeah, that's a goal. Yeah, well, that's done, a goal. well done, Axel. Well done, mate. Thanks for calling, Axel. And give your dad a goal as well. Yeah. Axel uh, <laughs> and his dad. Call. Two goals already. Uh, Casey, welcome to the show. Have you been kicking any goals recently? I have. I have. I'm actually a mum, and I've only just returned back to work after two and a half years, mm. and I've just finished doing five nights in a row at a bar, and I am absolutely buggered driving home now. Yeah. Amazing. Casey That's got great. a job. That's a goal. Yeah. That's a goal. Thank you. I love I a mum win. That's great stuff, Definitely. Casey. Definite goal kick. Six points. Through the big sticks. Jeez, it's not really like AFL, is it? This is a phenomenal game where we're playing this evening. Not sure if it's radio, if it's, if it's football or radio, but it's definitely a game. Hey, Scott, welcome to Radio AFL. Have you been kicking goals, mate? I uh, sure have been kicking goals this week. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a tow truck driver, and the bus's uh, bus's target is about four and a half grand each week. Mm-hmm. I've been doing about six and a half, seven. You know, big pays equal uh, big days equal big pays. So yeah, hey mate, not only have you kicked a goal, but you also made it rhyme. I'm awarding two goals, <laughs> which I don't That's think you can do in football, but we can in that radio AFL. Nah, in the preseason league. Oh, Jesus, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> in the preseason league, there's actually. So, uh, a thing called uh, a super goal. It's like a... Oh, really? So you can get nine points uh, in the... Uh, or at least it was for a couple of seasons they trialled. Hey, Scott, congratulations. You've got a super goal. Well done. Okay. <laughs> Good go. Well, guys, I'm sorry to tell you, but that's all the, the game... That's all the time we have for today with this game. Oh, we're supposed to get a <laughs> siren sound effect at the end to signal the end of game. Oh, okay. That's right. We're not going to be doing this segment again anyway. So Why don't we just play the presets instead? <laughs> Luke, uh, coming up next, I need to tell you something, and I think I'm going to blow your mind. <laughs> Great. Last week, I almost made a friend. <laughs> no. Yes. I don't believe you. Mate, I'm going to tell you all about it after this. <laughs> almost. I'm your only friend. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you might have some competition coming up. Wow. <laughs> man, I wish someone would come back to me. Luke, uh... <laughs> The other, the other day on the train, I almost made a friend. What? You spoke to someone in public? Well, they started it. And initially, I, was, I wasn't happy about it. But, <laughs> but, then, but then, I know, we just got talking, man. And uh, I almost made a friend and I didn't capitalize on the opportunity. I could have made friends. He gave me two chances. How old was the person? My age, man. Let me tell you what happened. I was on the train. I was just one second. Mike, can you play the music? I was on the train. This is a sad story. It's very sad. It's a tragedy. I was on the train and I was reading. Okay, I can reading... I preface this with Lewis has trouble making friends. <laughs> if you can't already tell, I am his only friend. Uh, yeah. Mike is his friend. Work uh, friend. Button pusher. You have a lot of work, work friends. Work friend. People who are paid to be around you generally. Tripod Todd's putting his hand up. Hey, mate, put those hands down. Relax. You're being paid to be here, yeah. so it doesn't You're really count. <laughs> be honest, you would not have met Lewis if you weren't filming stuff for him. <laughs> Why would you want to hang out with him? I wouldn't even made eye contact with you. Now, Luke, what happened was I was on the train. I was reading uh, the White Dwarf magazine, which is a magazine about my my uh, my hobby, which is painting miniatures, wargaming miniatures. I was reading this on the train in public, oh, and people... you wonder why you struggle making friends. No, I'm not, I don't want to make friends with other people. This has nothing. To Some do people with it. did this when they were eight, man. So you're saying that this is the reason why I'm not making friends? No, there's plenty of others. This is one of them. <laughs> Mate, let me tell you what happened. I was reading this on the train and someone saw that I was reading this. He came up to me and he said, hey, man, is that, uh, is that Warhammer miniatures? And I was like, yeah, man, it is. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we started talking. It turns out this guy. I'm surprised a guy who knew what that magazine was had the confidence to approach man, a stranger. Man, so was I. He was a totally normal person as well. Tall, good looking. as well. You're the one. You're not normal. Anyway, so he's talking to me and he's like, man, I just got here from New Zealand. I'm staying here permanently. I'm studying and I'm, uh, I'm shipping my miniatures over from New Zealand and I'm just looking for like people to play with and, and like uh, talk about with a hobby and that stuff. And I was I like, to- oh, yeah, man. <laughs> he wants someone to talk about it with. Yeah, That's I know. So sad. And, he, and he's like, oh, do you know any gaming clubs around? And I said, oh, I think there's one in Oakley. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've heard about that one. I was actually thinking of checking it out. And that was where he was going... Hey man, you should say and we should go. Did, what did you say? I said, "Yeah, man, I've heard it's pretty good. I've been thinking about checking it out too." <laughs> Maybe we should check it I out. I didn't together. say that, man. I didn't Why? say it. Did you want to be friends with him? Yes. 
And then what happened was that we started talking more a little bit about the miniatures and then he was like, hey, well, uh, it started wrapping up. He goes, well, hopefully I'll see you around at the club or, you know, hopefully. Oh, he wanted you to like give contact information. I should have got his Facebook, his Insta, anything. I should have, even if he was on Tinder, I would have swiped right. And then he sat down and I was like, I should say something. I should say something. And, I, and then he got off the train and I missed out on my second friend. So look, if, if, if that was you, man, if you're out there, oh, 131060, no if you want to join the Oakley South Warhammer Gaming Club, I really want to be your friend and I really really Not even that, 131060, you do want to be friends with Lewis. We'll take anyone. No, no, specifically this guy. He made a good impression. No one else called, just this guy. All right, I'll talk to you soon, oh mate. Oh, my God. Well, um, I'll be calling you, mate, soon. I don't think he's going to call, mate. The chances of him listening now, he's probably painting War- Warhammer. What is it? Warhammer miniatures. Yeah. Oh. Look, someone's calling. Oh, my God. All right, we'll we'll take him after this. Luke, uh, you've been doing a lot of quizzes recently, and (laughs) you've just been coming into work angry, cracking it. So what happened was the other night, um, it was a bit of a slow night, and um, Radio Mike put on his Instagram story that he was doing one of those BuzzFeed quizzes. It was like, which... Man, I'm so glad that I don't follow him on Instagram. (laughs) Everyone everyone block him, guys, who has to deal with stories about BuzzFeed quizzes. Yeah, so it was like, he posted the results of a BuzzFeed quiz quiz that went, um, uh, it was like, what combination of Pixar characters are you? So mm. like at the end you get given two Pixar characters that you uh, that when you answer all the personality traits and stuff, that's what it yeah. spits out at the end. And the sad part was I was actually interested in what I would be when I saw this. I was like, hey man, shoot me through the quiz and I want to do it. <laughs> Again, it was a slow night. And uh, he shot me through the quiz and it's happened to me in the past where whenever I do one of these quizzes that you might see on Facebook or on Instagram or something yeah. like that, I'm never happy with the result. And the thing is, I answer them honestly. As you should. Yeah. Like, I, I really go like, okay. what? Because you what? want to know the correct result. Like, guys, Luke's yeah. not kidding. The, some, the angriest I've ever seen him was when he did an IQ test and got a three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> but your IQ isn't high enough to remember it. <laughs> I would be spewing, though, if I got that. But uh, one that I was even more angry about probably yeah. than that was the classic one back in the day. There's a website called Pottermore mm. that sorts you into your, uh, your, your Hogwarts houses in yeah. Harry Potter. And I always get Hufflepuff, which is the <laughs> worst house. <laughs> Look at this Hufflepuff. I've got Slytherin, time. which I was a raptor about. You are such a Slytherin. I've got the hairstyle for Slytherin. <laughs> you have the everything. You have the personality, the hairstyle. <laughs> you're, you're dressed like one. He wears robes regularly around yeah, the office. Yeah, I do wear robes. I carry a wand. He calls it a coat, but it's a robe. <laughs> and uh, another one, I just did it literally in the song to prove my point. Mm. I was like, I'm going to be true to my heart. Pick your favorite movie. Pick your favorite song out of, the, out of all the options. Yeah. I was true to my heart. I did what? Favorite? Oh, sorry, yeah. What Harry Potter character are you? Guess what I got? Neville. No, nah, even worse. I got Dobby. <laughs> He's the elf. Dobby. That is a, he's a homeless elf. Here you go, man. That gets free. Here's at the a end. t-shirt. You're free. <laughs> <laughs> and another one. I got a spirit animal. I did what spirit animal are you? I got an Eastern European butterfly. I thought I was going to get like a lion mm, or something like that. butterfly. I'm sick of it, man. Well, I just, did a, I just did a quiz. I did what combination of Pixar characters are you? I got uh, Nemo and Wally. I'm wrapped. That's good as. Yeah. You want, do you want to know? The, yeah, I didn't actually tell you. The one I got for that, which is why I'm bringing this up, is Mike shoots me through the quiz. I'm yeah. like, boom. I spent about two minutes filling it out. And I was hoping, I was hoping for maybe like, 
Woody from like Toy Story at cross cross no. with maybe Lightning McQueen. No. That would be great. No way. You're nowhere near that cool. No one in this room is that cool. Are you ready? <laughs> what you get? I got Elastigirl and Doug, <laughs> the dog from Up. Wait, is that isn't that that character's just an idiot? He's supposed to be stupid. <laughs> well, you answered it truthfully, man. He's the Dobby of Up. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Lou, uh, oh, oh. he's almost called me Luke again I for about the again. fifth time. I often say, I said Lou though, so that's actually your name. Yeah, then, no, that wasn't my name, Shorten. That was half of your own name. Yeah, I never say, I never call you Lou actually. No, you never do. Lewis. Yes, Lou. I have something to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, earlier in the show, you did a segment. Yeah. Called uh, Businesses Exposed. Yes, it's the, you, the fan favorite segment. You expose uh, s- businesses around the often local area, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes big corporations, for shady practices, yep. uh, things that you've noticed, usually personal things. Yeah. Um, can I have your permission to expose a business now? I know we've already done one on today's show, but I've, I feel like I never get a chance to do this. And for once, mm. I actually had a problem with a business that I attended. Look, I'll let you play the intro to the segment and you yes. just explain your problem with the business mm-hmm. and I'll call whether or not it's an exposed. Okay. Deal? Deal, because you are the king of exposés. All right. Continue. <laughs> Businesses exposed. <laughs> ah, you've been a naughty business. You're on thin ice, mate. Okay. I went to an all-you-can-eat Asian restaurant on Tuesday. It was, I think... Did they have an ABN? I, well, yes, because that wasn't the uh, shady just practice. Just checking. That so it was, that is actually a business. It's all you can eat, which is, if you've ever been to all you can eat, is the challenge of any uh, customer there is eat as much as you can to get maximum value for money. Which I would actually say is probably really difficult in an Asian restaurant because a lot of this stuff is like rice, noodles, mm. chicken, very cheap stuff to make. Yep. That's that. This is almost a lose to exactly what I'm exposing them for. Mm. It was very reasonably priced in about the uh, around the thirty dollar mark for uh, all you can eat. And yep. the way it works is they you pick off a menu what you want, and they bring out as much of it as you want. So right. they'll just you can just keep oh, so ordering stuff. So it's not stuff. a buffet situation. It's not a buffet setup. Right. They just keep bringing out whatever you want. Uh-huh. And I noticed a few tactics that was glaringly obvious to me that mm. they were. Like the tactics, me and my friends were like, how do they make money? Like, this isn't that expensive, yeah. yet we're going to absolutely destroy this place. We're $30 gonna eat them. for all you can eat is very cheap. Oh, so I didn't eat lunch that day. Usually they're like 50 or to $70, yes. really. And I didn't eat lunch that day. We'd all come in like me and like five of my mates worth. just going to hit this yep. restaurant and clean them out for everything <laughs> they've got, right? Yep. These are the tactics. These are the tactics that they used that mm-hmm. I wasn't happy about. Okay, straight away to stop us from eating as much as we could. Heater turned up to about thirty degrees. Oh, genius! It was, uh, it was very smart play by them. That's incredible. I've never experienced. We that. We all had to take our jumpers off. We're getting the meat sweats really early. Like we're just eating like low level crumb chicken, and I'm sweating like I've just eaten like a one kilo. Pound of roast. Like, that's that's one like one kilo pound does not make sense. That's a different <laughs> unit. A one of kilo pound. <laughs> and, another one. Yeah. Oily foods, intentionally oily rice to yeah. fill you up. Oily rice. See, rice is already fills you up. Yes. But oily rice. And the way they brought out the food is they start you off with entrees. As yep. soon as you order the entrees, boom, they were out within thirty seconds. They've got them ready to go, right? Mm-hmm. So they brought out the entrees, and everyone knows that there's a twenty-minute window when you're eating food of like until your stomach starts to realize. Yeah. So we do that twenty minutes, then we order the mains about twenty minutes after we order the entrees. We've already been hooking into them, yep. and then the mains take about 
15 minutes to come out. So they wait for you to get full. And that's an all-you-can-eat place. They don't have to cook. It's there. Yeah. They just get it out of the pot, especially with Asian food. Oh, it's just like I knew in a it was giant just vat. sitting there. Yeah. They just give it to us. We're ready to eat. We've come here. Now we're – and we got all filled up. And yep. then by dessert, I mean, I still had two, two uh, meals of dessert, but I was not in a good way by the right. end. Now, usually you have a moment in these segments where you kind of hit the expose button. Mm. Can I just – that, that's really all the evidence I've got. Mm. See, mate, I wasn't really happy with this. Just a, just a post-exposed review. I wasn't yeah. really happy with this <laughs> because I would say that the exposed moment would have come after the heater because that's definitely shady. Oh, okay. So do you want to just tell me the bit about the heater? Man, they had a heater. Oh, my God, I'm so exposed. You played the wrong sound effect. This business exposed sucks. We're never doing hey, it again. For- you guys can't run this segment. Hey, to, to, to be fair to Mike, the reason why it sucked was not because of me. <laughs> it just... Never again, mate. That's the end of the show. I'm ending the show there. Sorry. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. I'm sorry to end our show on such a low note. I'm just as disappointed as you guys. But we will be back next Sunday. And uh, hopefully in future, I'll be doing all the business exposed. But um, you know what? That heater was pretty shady. It was very shady. <laughs> and and I hope now they know it won't happen again. I yeah. didn't actually name the business. Luke and Lewis and- on the Fox. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on 101.9 The Fox.